This is producer Michael Miracle. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. Be sure to check out our website at iworkforhim.com. That's iwork4him.com for all of our past shows and podcasts, plus Jim's blogs, reading recommendations, and tons of great I Work For Him resources. All available at iworkforhim.com. And now, today's broadcast. You've tuned into I Work For Him, the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Martha, we're on location today. How fun is that? It's very fun. The others, we're broadcasting from the east coast of Florida. From the west coast to the east coast, we broadcast across the fruited, well, it used to be the fruity plain of Florida. All right. <laughs> hey, you know, we love to highlight what's going on in cities across the country in the faith and work movement. And if you have a ministry movement in the United States that you feel that you'd love for us to highlight, let us know. And that's what we're doing today in Jacksonville, Florida. It's a southern city with a southern feel. Jacksonville's the largest ge- geographical city in the lower 48 states. What's God doing here? You wait till you find out today. It's incredible. We've got local C12 leader Bob Shallow and several business owners that are involved in C12 right here in Jacksonville. They're not the only they're not the only game in town on the faith and work movement, but they are trying to bring their community together and living out their faith in the workplace. And Martha, that's what we're here to highlight, isn't it? It is. I'm excited to talk about it today. You sure? Are you really excited? I am. It was very, Martha was really excited this morning at five o'clock when we got up to get in their cars to drive across the state of Florida, but it was a beautiful sunrise going across the state. It was incredible. All right. So we've got Bob Shallow in the studio with us today. He's the C12 leader here in Jacksonville, Florida and in Northeast Florida. You can check him out online, C12 N-E, Northeast, N-E-F-L.com, C12-N-E-F-L.com. Bob Shallow, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you, Jim. Excited to be here. I'm glad to have you here. So talk to me about how does your work as a C12 chair give you a unique vantage point into the brokenness of the world? It, it really has been an uh, exciting time. I spent 28 years in corporate America. Uh, worked for a couple of Fortune 500 companies, and when I found out that I could marry my passion for growing business with my passion for advancing the kingdom, uh, I was thrilled to death. And now that I've been doing it for three years, uh, it is far more than I ever thought it could be in how lives are being changed as Christian business owners start to recognize that they truly can work their faith through their business and be a platform for ministry. So, but you didn't, you've only been with C12, like you said, for three years. So what did you do before C12? What led you to wanting to become a C12 leader? Because they're pretty picky about their leaders. (laughs) And it's, it was an amazing 28 years. God put me places I should have never been. Uh, I graduated from a small school. So you're saying God made a mistake. Uh, no, he uh, he knew what he was doing. I just uh, it took me a little while to figure out why in the world would you take this extremely introverted person who just wanted to be a computer programmer and put me in places like Ford Motor Company and Heister Yale and uh, mm. Dover Corporation. And so uh, he moved me from Michigan to California, uh, back to Michigan. Where when I left Michigan, I said two things. I said I'm never coming back. I hate the winters here, and you could never pay me enough to work for an auto company. And lo and behold, he took me from this small little school. I was a contractor for Ford Motor Company. Uh, He then hired me into Ford Motor Company, put me in charge of a vehicle line. I was actually the manager of the Taurus Sable vehicle line for a year. What what year was that? So that was, uh, I worked at Ford from uh, 1990 to 2005. So uh, that was the second version of the Taurus then? 
Because 86 to 91 was the first one, so you were in the, the second the session. Edition. Yeah, when you got all the ovals and it yeah. became very, very streamlined, uh, I had it from uh, 2003 to 2005. I was the vehicle line manager for it at that point in time. Again, had no business being there. Uh, in fact, when I was hired into Ford Motor Company and even hinted that, you know, I'd really like to go into that engineering phase because they had me as a uh, database programmer. Mm -hmm. um, no lie. They laughed. They said, you didn't go to Michigan. You didn't go to uh, Notre Dame. You didn't go to any of the large engineering schools. Um, but God did an amazing thing, got me there. And uh, from there, moved me to uh, Heister Yale Group, largest manufacturer of uh, uh, forklifts in the United States. Originally, I was the uh, director of processes, systems, and operations, uh, and then he put me in charge of their entire warehouse products division, which was about $200 million business that I ran for four years. Told my wife, uh, this is my dream job. I'm loving it. The only thing that would be better would be running my own company. And lo and behold, I got a uh, call from a recruiter that said, hey, there's this Fortune 500 company, Dover. They uh, have an operating company out in Tulsa. They do winches and hoists. They want a vice president. I said, yeah, sounds like a step down. And by the way, uh, when I was dating my wife, she said, look, I can live anywhere in the country. I can never live in Oklahoma. Um, so probably not the job for me. Uh, they said, the only thing you should know is that the current president's going to retire in two years. Whoever gets this job will be groomed to be the next president. I said, okay, I'm interested. Went home, talked to my wife. She said, you can go. I'm not going. <laughs> I don't think that's the way that's supposed to work. No, I said, uh, let's pray about it. I kind of feel God in this. She admitted I prayed, God, close every door, make sure this doesn't happen, and was just amazed how every door opened mm -hmm. up. Ended up in Tulsa, and uh, uh, nine months into it, everything was in place, succession plan, I was going to be the next president, and then God said, I gave you a 28-year career not to run your own company, but I want you to go help Christian business owners build great businesses for a greater purpose, and uh, one day, the president called all the execs into his office, said, look, I'm retiring in a month, they're bringing somebody else in to run the company. And so I started a very uh, uh, diligent, God, what are you doing? You brought me to the middle of nowhere. Um, my wife said, hey, look, you have all these great tools. Why don't you go start your own management consulting company? I said, I'm not really feeling God in that. She said, okay, well, let's see. Let's, let's wait. Maybe God has something else. New president came in. New president said, hey, uh, this went real well, this first meeting. But look, you had a really good gig at Heister Yale. What in the world? would possess you to want to move to the heart of the Bible Belt. And he didn't say it very affectionately. Mm. Shared my faith, shared that I really felt God was in it. He shared that uh, he was a pretty non-devout Catholic and didn't really care for evangelical Christians a whole lot. And so that was our first meeting. And I said, God didn't bring me to wait. God brought me for something else. And uh, it's about two months later, came across C12. And again, uh, told my wife immediately, if there's some place that I can marry my passion for growing business and my passion for advancing the kingdom of God, um, I think that's what God's prepared me for. I mean, I love that. So you really see as a C12 chair, you really see how God is using all of that experience at all those companies at Dover and Heister, Yale and Ford. You, you, you've seen it. You can see how it puts it in action. How do you use that experience to help C12 members? It's been great. Almost, almost every day when I'm working with a C12 member, something will come up and immediately I'll go, okay, now I know why God did mm. that. Yep. Now I know why God put me in that position. And so almost a, a day doesn't go by that uh, some experience in that 28-year career, I've been able to use it to uh, help 
uh, grow the business here, but also to help my members grow their businesses. Well, and let's just step back for a second, because what I really wanted to know, and Martha and I are always asking people this question, how did you see your faith impacting your workplace at those three big places you worked at, Ford and Dover and Heister Yale? How, did, how was your faith impacting your workplace there? I'll be honest, I wish I had learned about C12 28 years ago, mm. um, because even though I, you know, people knew I was a Christian, I had my Bible on my desk, I would be reading it during lunch and, th and that type of thing, we would occasionally get into uh, uh, discussions about it, but I was never ever as intentional about sharing my faith in the workplace, which was just an incredible mission field, and I missed it. And uh, so that's one of the things as I'm doing this with C12, I can give firsthand with my members, um, you know, you have an incredible mission field and I don't want you to do what I did during my 28 year career, which is to not leverage it the way that I'm sure God would have hoped that I would have leveraged it. Hmm. Well, but you every day get to feed into people and say, here's what I screwed up. Here's an opportunity for you not to screw up. I mean, that's always a great way to do it. So three years you've been doing the C12 thing. Just let's get personal really in this last 45 seconds. How has being a C12 chair impacted your marriage? Um, it really has strengthened it. I'll be honest. When we started uh, you know, into this journey, when I went to her and said, hey, I think this is what God has called me to, um, I was actually very pleasantly surprised. She said, I'm all in. If, if you feel like this is what God is calling to you to, I'm all in. Um, and so I gave up a multi, multi six-figure income. Uh, we gave up everything that went with that. And she's really been great about, as we went through those first couple of uh, uh, uh years of really being frugal um and it really has helped to uh, to bring us together not that you know there aren't the normal up and downs there have been some very stressful times through this that's great so when we come back lots more with bob shallow and then three of his members and one of those members becoming a brand new chair here in northeast florida you're gonna hear all about what is the lord doing in the hearts and minds and souls of christian business people in this area it's phenomenal c12 is part of it god is moving i want you to hear about it you're listening to i work for him with your host jim and martha brangenberg we'll be right back Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, host of the I Work For Him radio program with just a few reminders. Make sure you check us out on Facebook. Just search for I Work For Him. That's I Work, the number four, him. We're constantly updating our page with previews of our upcoming radio programs, highlighted businesses and ministries that are aligned with I Work For Him, daily links to our podcasts and shows, and lots of great pictures. So find us on Facebook, like us, and you'll be kept updated with everything we do as we work to bring you the best faith and work radio broadcast possible five days a week. Also check out our website at iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. There you'll find links to our past shows, plus blogs and podcasts, as well as web links to all of our show supporters and advertisers, all available at iworkforhim.com. Finally, we love hearing from you, our listeners. On our website, you'll find a contact us page. Please let us know how the message of I Work For Him is impacting you and your journey, connecting your faith in Jesus to your work. These messages are super encouraging to us. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the show. 
Now it's time for the I Work For Him book highlight segment brought to you by MTL Magazine, the women's magazine designed to bring more to your life. In the fall edition of MTL Magazine, you will go behind the humor with the queen of clean, Shonda Pierce. Find words of encouragement for dealing with change, thoughts on perseverance, and practical ideas for dealing with kids going back to school. MTL is packed full of tips and articles from new voices, your favorite Christian artists, authors, and performers. Go to mtlmagazine.com and subscribe today. Promo code MTL. I work for him. Now, Jim, let's hear today's title. Hey, our title for today is Made to Flourish, Beyond Quick Fixes to a Thriving Organization by Shelley Trebesh. This is, this is a book for any kind of organization. If you really want to understand how to fix the issues in your organization, it's a great book to have, but it goes right along with if you're a member of C12, and, and Bob, you've got members in C12 that are part of nonprofit organizations, not-for-profit organizations, right? Yeah, absolutely. We have both. So, so they can handle anything. So this would be a great book to introduce people into, hey, God actually has an answer to their solutions, but C12's got an ongoing way to make that great. Absolutely. All right. So if you'd like to get a copy of the book, Made to Flourish, Beyond Quick Fixes to a Thriving Organization, call into the studio line, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673, Made to Flourish by Shelley Trebesh. Michael, you ready for some phone calls? I'm ready for some phone calls, and I have a quick, quick, quick question for you. Yes, Michael. I'm so intrigued by the idea that Jacksonville is the largest geographical city in the lower 48. How big is it? Bob? Um, I've seen a map where you can put Boston, Chicago, New York, and two other cities, and I forget what they are, in the geographical area of Jacksonville. That's awesome. Thanks for the information. That's how big it is. And we are broadcasting from Jacksonville today. Michael jumped ahead on me on that one. I should have said that before I went back in. But if you want to get a copy of Made to Flourish, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. We are broadcasting on location today out of Jacksonville, Florida, the largest geographical city in the lower 48 states but we're not doing it because it's a big city we're doing it because we're highlighting what the lord is doing in the hearts and minds of christ followers and their businesses across the city and this show was made possible by c12 right here up here in jacksonville you know how passionate i am about jacksonville you know how pa- because of our grandson and our well, and my son and his wife but also I'm so passionate about C12 because I have seen and you have heard many times how Christ is doing amazing things through the ministry of C12. And we've got Bob Shallow who's hosting the event right here. But we're on location, Bob, at Professional Pavement Products, pppcatalog.com, pppcatalog.com. And we've got Carla Kick joining us from pppcatalog.com, Professional Pavement Products. That's really a mouthful, Carla. Carla, thanks for joining us on the show today. Thanks, Jim. Good to be here. Talk to me about your experience. How did you hear about C12? So to make a long story short, I actually met the president, Greg Driscoll, um, through a common acquaintance and was doing some contract work for this gentleman. And Greg walked in one day for an appointment and happened to see a project that I was working on. Um, And he was taking a look at what I was doing and said, how do you know how to do that? And um, we began to talk, and one thing led to another, and um, I became an employee for the company several months later. Right here at Professional Pavement Products. Yes, at Professional Pavement Products. And um, he mentioned to me that he would like me to participate in the C12 program, where he was already, as a CEO, Mm -hmm. a member, and uh, to assist him in implementing um, some of the programs that he was learning about as a key player. 
So I partner with him. Um, and a key player for C12 means that you're not the owner or the boss, but you're one of those key people that helps the organization run on a daily basis while he's out golfing and, you know, on big. <laughs> Haven't seen him out golfing yet, but. Um, Maybe he's a boater. Maybe he's a fisherman, however it may be. As busy as he is, it, I think it's just critical for a C12 CEO to have some member from their organization participating with them to help implement the ideas and the programs and um, some of the information that's brought forth. It's, it's. It's difficult otherwise for them to be able to execute. Yeah, it's the power behind C12, isn't it, Bob? Absolutely. And uh, we see those companies that also bring a key player in. It's it's an exponential uh, force that ends up happening because they're not doing it all by themselves. And now they have other people right. that are helping to disseminate it throughout their organization. So as the operations was director of programs, which, you know, that, I mean, really sounds like that means you're in charge of all the programs that you guys sell. Is that what it is? The focus is our employee engagement and performance. Okay. All right. So how many employees right here at Professional Pavement Products? We're just at about 40. That's a lot. Okay. All right. So 40. And, and when you told me off the air that you're in, that really what, what Professional Pavement Products, and you can find them online at pppcatalog.com, it's roadway safety and maintenance products. Yes. I mean, we like to say, simply put, we provide almost any product for the construction, maintenance, repair, and safety of your roadways. Okay, and a lot of people are going, oh, so you're the people in charge of the orange cones? We don't like the orange cones. <laughs> All right, but don't hold that against Carla Kick. That's not her deal. All right, so how is C12 impacting you? So uh, I would say on a personal level, uh, being part of C12 is not just, we're not just there to do business together. We're there doing business and life together. Mm. For me, I would say most recently, um, it's been very personal. Uh, we've had a little bit of a, a trial in my family. My sister, who is very close to me and just a year older, has got terminal cancer. And um, so within this last week, actually, um, being in the C12 roundtable, um, the, the group just really rallied and supported around me and uh, said, hey, we've got some contacts we think that you need to connect with. And uh, one thing led to another, and it uh, turns out that it looks like that may lead to, for our family, an alternative solution for treatment for my sister. And so, um, you know, we, we get the benefit of coming together and having the quality of that MBA level material that we're studying together to talk about how we're going to implement in the business place with a Christian foundation. But at the same time, we're also doing life together. We pray together. Um, we hold each other accountable. So for me, it's been a tremendous impact. So those business owners and leaders that are listening today and also the key players, the key people that are listening to the, the, the show today as it's broadcast and rebroadcast and then podcasted, tell them why they should get involved in C12. Well, I would say the value of what you're receiving. Again, for me, um, I feel blessed and privileged. The quality of the information that's provided, um, it, I would say... Um, Bob, you know, too, as the chair, his credentials that he has um, has been a tremendous benefit for, for us and, and for me. Um, we're not just being fed, you know, a, a large booklet or pamphlet. We're actually given the instructions on how to apply these things in the workplace as Christian business owners and to do it with the confidence of the foundation of biblical principle. And that's one of the biggest things that I think I've been able to learn is um, we can have a platform for God and a place of ministry for God in the workplace. Um, 
and not have to be afraid. Mm. Um, That's fantastic. The resources, I think, have just been um, invaluable as far as uh, faith in the workplace, you know, the legal guidelines that um, have been handed to us and, you know, the best way to um, implement some of the Christian principles in the workplace and how to help benefit the employees and support and build them up um, through the love of Christ has been uh, phenomenal. And we've seen the difference in our workplace here this year with a strong strategic plan in doing some of those things and just how the employees have come together and how we've kind of been um, more closely knit together through that strategic plan this year. That's probably one of, one of our biggest impacts that we've seen recently. Uh, that's you said a lot in what Oops, you sorry. said. No, 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 not that mean. I mean, what what you just said was very, very powerful. Is what I mean by saying a lot is like C twelve's really made an impact. It really has made a positive impact in your life, both personally and professionally. Yeah, our employees. The one one of the biggest things that we have heard, and I think everyone wants to know that they're cared about and appreciated, and that's just not you know in our personal lives and families, but also in our workplaces. So. The, the biggest thing that I hear in feedback from our employees is how much um, our, our, our prayer meeting has meant to them that we've implemented this year Need. because they all have so many needs, you know, uh, sicknesses in their families and personal struggles, and that affects our work performance. And we have to care about that first with our employees. And so that's one of the, I think the biggest benefits that I've heard this year is, is thank you so much for doing that. You don't know how much it means to us. Well, Carla Kick, thanks so much for letting us broadcast from Professional Pavement Products today here in Jacksonville, Florida. Thanks for sharing your story. We'll be praying. What is your sister's first name? My sister's first name is Cheryl. Cheryl. Well, we'll make sure we pray for Cheryl before the end of the show, Bob. Remind me to do that. Actually, let's Absolutely. just do it right now, Thank and then we'll so get back much. to it. I Father, I just that. want to lift up Cheryl right now. And Lord, as they as they just seek your healing, maybe through some unconventional methods, Lord, I ask that you would just touch Cheryl in a way that she would know that you are sovereign, and you are mighty, and you are the ultimate healer. And Lord, we know yes. that we all get healed when we die one day, but Cheryl's looking for healing right here in her life. And I just ask that you'd give Carla and her family the amazing uh, just wisdom they need in order to minister to Cheryl and Lord as they seek out those mm -hmm. solutions may you be directing those solutions and we just ask this in Christ's name amen amen Carla thanks for being on I work for him today thank you so much and thank you for the prayer you bet so Bob when you look at um, getting you know people like Carla into your groups and you see the impact that's making that's got to just make you go wow this is just incredible the impact that it is really making absolutely that uh you know i've i've over the last few months i've really been seeking god's uh input into what what really should for northeast florida what should the mission statement look like and uh it was through these types of stories that he, he hit me over the head with a two by four and it said it's all about changing lives and so our uh, mission here is changing lives by advancing Christ's kingdom through the marketplace. Well, you're not just talking about changing the business owner's life or a key player's life. You're looking for, we're looking for, what, what, I mean, what is the ultimate goal? Why is C12 training up business owners and leaders? And so we look at three things. Uh, we call it our tri-value model, um, but it's really around the spirituality piece. And so we look at how many people are coming to know Christ as Lord and Savior through your business? How many people are being spiritually mentored through your business? And what are you doing for the least of these from a service aspect? And that's not just the employees, that's employees, customers, vendors. And that's where one of the things that we talk a lot about, you know, when I meet a new Christian business owner, I will ask them, how many employees do you have? How many 
customers, how many vendors. And when you add that all up, usually, even a small business, it's over 5,000 people. And so I immediately say, you realize that you have a bigger platform for ministry than most megachurch pastors. You have a, a influence um, bigger than most megachurch pastors. And you'll see immediately, one, a, a little bit of fear that comes over them. It's like, really, I have that much responsibility. Um, but that's for us what we really want the message to get out there is you can have a tremendous impact on the kingdom through your business. And this whole thing was put together by Bob Shallow. He's the Jacksonville, the Northeast Florida C12 chair, and he's pulled in some business owners and leaders today to share their story. Check out the Northeast Florida C12 at c12nefl.com, c12nefl.com. But thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him this afternoon. As Mark, you know, it, this is really the fastest one half hour. That was the fastest one half hour we've ever had on a radio show, I think. You think ever? Ever. I don't know, but I thought it was great. And I'm so glad Carla was able to share from a key player perspective um, how she sees the value in going to C12 to support her boss. And I think she said it so eloquently because a lot of people, you know, that's a big deal to give up a, a whole, to give up, in quotes, you know, a, a, the time of another employee to go and spend time outside of the office. And so many people, I'm sure, have a hard time thinking about doing that but what she's able to do for this business as a result of that um, she said so very well creates an amazing amount of synergy between the owner and her so she really understands hey this is the direction i want you to take the business bob shallow thanks for arranging all this today up here in jacksonville absolutely glad you could be here it's it's a lot of fun talk to me about what when you uh survey your c12 members and you say okay what's the biggest impact that's being made on uh, on your life because of c12 what do you usually hear it's actually interesting, the, the diversity, actually. When I look at all of the different members, um, the, the themes are so different is what is really fun for me. So I've seen them that they've talked about their marriage and how it has transformed their marriage. Um, they've talked about the workplace and the culture and how the culture is starting to cultivate them personally and uh, how they have been growing spiritually. Um, so for me, what's just a, a ton of fun is to watch each member and how it has impacted them a little bit different um, goes to just the breadth that C12 has. Mm -hmm. uh, because I see a lot of ministries where we'll talk about it and it'll be the, kind of this one thing where C12, it is very, very holistic. It's their entire life that that's it's really word. impacting. Holistic, that's a big word. Well, really, I think the whole point is you're presenting one set of material every month and the Holy Spirit goes, ah, eh, but a little bit of that's for you know, this person, a little bit of that's for that person. I mean, it makes a difference because the Holy Spirit just kind of drives it in where it needs to go. Well, I think that's one of the reasons we love C12 so much is the fact that we believe in whole life discipleship. Right. And that's really what C12 does. It's not Jesus from this, you know, from, oh, say seven to nine at night, you know, or when I go to a, a business meeting for the church, but it's Jesus all day long, every day. Right. What does he do to impact my life? And how do I share that with others? And that's what you're telling exactly. your people. And that's what I love, you know, having the three different groups. Mm -hmm. um, we'll be doing the exact same material three different times, but the discussions are so different. Mm. Um, in my Jacksonville group, we just got done the devotion. I actually let go an extra 45 minutes because we got very, very deep into hearing God and God directing us. Hmm. In the key players group, it was a completely different discussion. And so watching the Holy Spirit work 
knowing who is there Amen. and guiding those conversations is a lot of fun as well. It's a lot of fun. Well, let's hear from another one of your members. Ryan Boyd is here. He's from a business called Quick Catch. You can find him online at quick-catch.com, quick-catch.com. Ryan, what is it that you do? Well, we do uh, wildlife removal. So when wildlife animals get into places they shouldn't be, the homeowner or um, business owner calls us to come out remove the animal safely, protect the homeowner, and get that animal relocated to a safe spot away from people. Like animals like what? Raccoons, possums, venomous snakes, wild hogs, you name it. We're here in alligators? Florida. Alligators? Alligators are the one thing we don't do. It's basically res regulated by the state, so mm -hmm. there's one trapper per state, and that's regulated by uh, Florida Fish and one Wildlife. One trapper per state? I'm sorry, one trapper per county. Per county, okay. But this is a huge county. You don't mean one person, one organization. No, there's actually one person uh, wow. per county, and if they get too busy, they can hire yeah. agents underneath them, but there's very little to no turnover. Have you ever wrestled an alligator? I have. I was an agent under uh, the St. John's County, which is one county south of us where we're at now, um, for about a year, and we caught, I think, 134 alligators that summer. The biggest oh, one was nine and a half feet. So. Wow. wow. Did you get to eat them later? Uh, we didn't, no. no we, uh, You're a catch-and-release kind of guy. Um, for the most part, depends on how fresh alligator is amazing. Yes, I've had fresh alligator. It is amazing. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I have no shame in that at all. All right, Ryan, I want to talk to you about. Well, wait a minute. You're also got something really cool. I mean, you've got this business that is quick-catch.com, quick-catch.com. But you're going to be a movie, a TV star <laughs> on Monday. Well, it actually, the premiere was this past Monday oh, on that, was, it on was that three Geo days Wild. Ago. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, you missed it. Where were I you? I apologize. I didn't know you then. That's right. Uh, well, now you know me, so you, now you've got no excuse for the next coming That's Monday. That's true. Um, but yeah, it just premiered Monday, um, 10 p.m., Nat Geo Wild. It's called When Nature Calls. And again, it's about when animals get into places they shouldn't be. And the cool thing is it's not just us. There's four teams all across the country. So a lot of diversity of different types of animals from different regions. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's really cool. It's got a lot of variety, really uh, interesting show. Wow. So it's on Nat Geo. Nat Geo Wild. Nat Geo Wild. What time? 10 p.m. on 10 Monday nights. 10 p.m. Oh, yeah, Monday nights only. Mm -hmm. And you're like, they get you catching stuff. Uh, yes, sir. What's the freakiest thing you've ever had to catch? The freakiest thing I've ever had to catch? Um, probably an eight-and-a-half-foot uh, eastern indigo snake that was underneath somebody's house. That was, that was a little weird because of the size, but... Um, we had to crawl underneath the house one time that had three diamondback rattlesnakes, and the house was there was AC ductwork and electrical ductwork and plumbing, and you couldn't move. I mean, you were on your stomach. So, to be able to have you know be under there and have a a, a deadly animal be you know come at you and you have nowhere to go. I mean, you, all you could do is just back up on your stomach. So, that was the freakiest situation I've ever been in. It's a little bit. A little kind of a stupid situation, really. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we leave it to the professionals, that's right. right? Don't check go out, do this on your own uh, call. Catch, right. quick catch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Check out Ryan Boyd on TV on Monday at ten o'clock at Nat Geo Wild, and uh, but online at quick-catch.com. Ryan, talk to me about your C12 experience. How did you find out about C12? So I was actually uh, looking for a new business coach. I, I had a business coach that I was working with, and I was happy with him, but I wasn't thrilled. And um, I needed somebody that actually had owned a business, run a business, and, and that's kind of what I was looking for at the time. And I talked to a buddy of mine, and I mentioned to him what I was looking for, and he said, man, you need to come check this out. I'm not going to tell you much about it. You just need to come check it out. And that's what I did. And for C12, for me, I've been a member for a little over two years, and it's an absolute, for, for any Christian uh, CEO or key player, it's an absolute no-brainer, flat out. There's no question about it. Um, and for me personally, um, the, the biggest transformations for me have been um, through my employees. I'm, I'm pouring into them a lot more than I used to. You know, I used to think, hey, this business is for me and for my family and to provide. 
but really this is not my business. This is God's business. Mm -hmm. Right. And he gave it to me to steward. And what am I doing with with these resources that he's given me? So I've seen a huge transformation and I've got a long ways to go, but in the ways that I've been treating my employees and, and they've come responding to me and they can just tell that I care more than I used to. Um, I mean, you really, it's very hard to, dif- you know, Carla was having a little bit of difficulty talking about it. And it is hard to describe what you get from C12 without actually experiencing it mm-hmm. because it is so powerful. Mm-hmm. What do you think has been the most impactful thing that you've learned at C12 that you've been able to apply either personally or professionally? I would say the most impactful thing for me would be, um, you know, before I, I was like, well, yeah, I am using this for God. I mean, I'm, I give people my testimony that I bump into and, you know, I'll see a client and I'll pray with them and things like that. But learning the opportunity and how much impact that I have on other people, my clients, my coworkers, um, my vendors, um, I mean, it's just limitless opportunity. And again, to be able to recognize that opportunity and be able to, um, you know, become the servant leader and pour into all these people's lives is just transformational. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's cool. Ryan Boyd, thanks for joining us on I Work For Him today. We will make sure we're watching on Nat Geo Wild on Mondays at 10 o'clock. But if you want to find out more about Ryan Boyd and his business, quick-catch.com. If you're up here in Northeast Florida, he's the guy if you got some really annoying wildlife uh, invading your house. So only alligators is the only thing you won't take out of a house. Well, pretty. I mean, anything that's regulated by the state, so alligators, black bears, um, things like that. Florida Panthers obviously protected, but anything else, as long as it's got teeth, will pretty much come in and handle it. Wow, ish. I'm glad that's your job and not mine. Bob, it's got to be exciting just to hear about the impacts. What, I mean, you want to wrestle a wild boar in your front yard? I mean, come on. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But, no. uh, but yeah, it is great to, uh, to hear the stories. And, uh, again, for me, as we were thinking about being a C12 chair, one of the things the chairs said as I talked to each one of them, going to be the hardest thing you've ever done going to be the most rewarding thing you've ever done and it's been great as i hear these stories and watch the members and the impact that it's had on their life well and the cool part is bob it's not just uh their businesses it's not just their employees but it impacts them at home too but it really teaches them how to follow christ in every part of their life the whole whole life discipleship thing i mean it's an amazing transformational experience and and martha as you and i have talked to c12 people from all over the country Mm -hmm. it's the same story over and over and over again and c12 is one of many marketplace focused ministries out there but this is just one that you guys all know, listen to the show, I'm passionate about because I'm seeing the fruit of the labors. And if you're a business owner or leader, C12 is a no-brainer. You need to get involved. But what's more exciting than anything is that these, these people get it and they're bringing it back to their workplaces and they're learning to minister to those people that they work alongside each and every day, Absolutely. which gives them a chance to meet Jesus. Yep. And we're seeing lives changed and uh, the kingdom being advanced through it. All right. So why don't you introduce our next guest? Okay. Uh, Vaughn Robinson, uh, really, really interesting story. So I, I was in Orlando two years ago. We had our national conference going on, and I'm sitting there at the table, and all of a sudden Mike Shero, who's now our CEO, he came over to me. He said, there's a guy at my table. You need to go talk to him. I just kind of went, okay. So went over. It's Vaughn. Um, he tells the story of how he had just sold his company in Nashville, uh, had been checking C12 out Nashville in Nashville. or Nashville? Nashville. Nashville, got it. Uh, had been checking out C12 in Nashville. And once he sold the company, he and his wife could move pretty much anywhere they wanted to in the country. And so um, they decided that they were going to move to this planned development called Nakatee down in uh, Ponte Vedra Beach. And it was kind of like, oh, okay. Um, 
so we talked through it. He said, you know, I'm still checking C12 out. Took almost another year before he joined, joined C12. And one of the things when I'm talking to any of uh, my members in that very first meeting, I ask him, what are you passionate about? And so I asked him, what are you passionate about? And he talked about helping people and growing businesses. And, and I just kept looking at him. I said, you do realize you just described a C12 chair. Have you ever thought about that? He looked at me and goes, no. And I, I don't really think that that's kind of where I should be going. A <laughs> um, couple months later, he said, I don't know. God's kind of speaking to me. Three months later, he said, I think God's calling me to be a C12 chair. <laughs> and so we've, uh, we've been walking down this road over the last uh, few years. So captain in the army in Baghdad, Iran. Uh, also uh, three uh, companies that he got up and running. He has uh, three beautiful children and uh, now is uh, our newest C12 chair. He was commissioned Friday. Vaughn, welcome to I Work For Him. Well, thank you so much. So good to be here. I mean, it's... When you start to tell the Lord, no, nah, I don't really think that's for me, he has a way of making it clear when it's supposed to be you. Well, I know a little better than to tell the Lord that, but I certainly was telling Bob no at the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I certainly didn't think it was something that fit with me. I, I'd never seen myself um, as a uh, workplace ministry guy. As a matter of fact, I think C12 connected those dots for me. It was, you were a Christian everywhere. You were not a Christian on Sunday or Wednesday or any, you know, when you're praying at night, you're a Christian all day long, every day. So talk to me, I mean, but this, so that, was that a new concept for you or did you, you'd always understood that as a Christ follower? You know, um, I, I was raised in a church where you, you, you kind of didn't clap and you were, you were very reserved. And so it was rude to, to raise your religion or your politics with, with anyone else. And so, yeah, it was, um, at, at over 30 years old, sort of a, a new concept to me that, um, you could really be a, a servant leader, not just a leader. I had been a leader in the army. I'd been a leader in the corporate world. I'd, I'd led my own companies, but th there's a big gap between leader and servant leader. But you did some tours in Iraq. I did. I was. Okay. How I was many there. tours did you do? I did uh, one tour. I was there for almost 15 months. Oh, a long tour. Yep. Did that concept of, hey, wow, I, were you a leader? I mean, what was your rank there? I was a captain. Okay, so you had people underneath you then? I did. I had a company. Did anybody, and I don't know what that, because I never got to serve, but how many people does that mean were underneath you? 82. Okay, so you had 82 people reporting to you. Did that concept, did you ever see yourself as a pastor to those people? I didn't. You know, I, I went over there um, much in the same way my father went to Vietnam was uh, I just wanted to get the folks back. Uh, and that's what we did. All, all of the all of the, the folks who went with me came back. Mm, praise but, God. Yeah, and, and then they came back and they... Um, crashed cars around trees and they um, abused their wives and they, um, you know, were, were just not the folks they were before they left. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I knew that somewhere I was lacking in the leadership that I gave them because I told them and I, I taught them and I, and I uh, really fostered a, a lot of young men um, to, to come back, you know, but once they got back, they had no idea what to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, that, that was sort of a turning point for me. What did it turn you to do? Well, um, you know, I, I looked at mentorship in a much different way. Um, I ended up going into consulting. I, two weeks after I got back from Iraq, I met my wife. Um, and uh, you know, thank God for that. Um, we started a family, and I, and I looked at leadership much more in the way that many look at, at being a father, which is we're here to serve, we're here to nurture, we're here to care for, for folks, not just to lead them and to tell them what to do. So 
those 82 guys that you brought back from Iraq, some of which are still alive, do you still have any interaction with them? Do you have a chance to go back and pick up some of those pieces and touch their lives? I do. Um, and I've, I've reached out to a couple of them, especially lately as I've been, you know, I've looked at it and they've, they've all said, you know, you were, you were a good leader. And, and I've apologized to them and I've, I've said, I, I wish I were a great leader um, because uh, that's what they needed and that's what they deserved. It was, it was, you know, enough to be a good um, army officer, but uh, a good army officer who is a Christian is a very powerful thing. Um, and uh, to to not do what I should have done, which is stay with them, pray with them, help them uh, minister to their families, help them really grow uh, spiritually, um, that that's something that I am really committed to and know that I can do now. So as a C-12 chair, and I saw your picture of your commissioning ceremony with like six of you guys standing outside a building the other day. As you look forward to launching your own groups here in Northeast Florida, what is the biggest, I mean, you said you got, you're, you do a launching luncheon. Is it a launching luncheon? Mm-hmm. Launching luncheon or a, a bombing out breakfast? What is it going to be? It's going to be a luncheon? <laughs> yeah, oh. we, have a, we have a breakfast and a lunch okay. planned. Uh, where, where are they going to be? They're in the Deer Creek Country Club here in, in Jacksonville, um, and they're the 19th and 21st of September. Okay. Um, and there you can sign up if you're a business owner um, at Eventbrite. Just type in Vaughn Robison uh, or C12 Group Northeast Florida, and you'll see him there. Probably easier to go out to it because you're never going to be able to figure out how to spell his last name unless you know how to spell <laughs> Robinson and take the N out. Uh, that would be a good way to do it. But if, check it out at C12NEFL, northeastflorida.com, C12NEFL.com. What, um, as a, as a consultant, how many years were you doing consulting? About 10. Okay. So 10 years. What was the biggest issue you saw, uh, small business owners or business owners facing? It was always culture. Um, you you know, culture masks itself in, in plenty of ways. It hides behind productivity issues. It hides behind, um, workplace issues. It hides behind turnover. Um, but usually that's just, um, it's setting the right culture. It's caring for your people. It's it's making sure that they know what your values are. And I'd say that most companies from, I worked from the biggest tobacco manufacturer to the biggest healthcare manufacturer, and I couldn't tell the difference between the two because they didn't display their values on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to help change that in C12 members? Well, the the really good thing is um, I'm not going to change it. I'm a conduit. I'm, I'm a referee. I'm a, I'm a business coach. I help folks. But the change that happens about the C12 table is, you know, the 12 folks who are there helping each other, growing together. And so I may have an answer on a particular day that helps, but ultimately the answers that are going to come over the long term come from around that table. They come from that community, that fellowship, that faith that is shared there. Hmm. You got a lot of exciting. I can't wait to follow up six months from now, eight months from now, when you've been a chair for a number of months and you've started to hear some of those same stories and be able to see how the Lord uses your experience in mentoring uh, those business owners. That's going to be pretty exciting. Well, I appreciate that. I, I certainly hope and pray that, that, that we have uh, a successful group and that those, those men and women uh, really grow in the body of Christ. Vaughn, thanks for being on I Work For Him today. Thank you so much. Bob, it's exciting what's going on here in Jacksonville. I want, talk to me about, you know, you're one of those people trying to build some unity among the marketplace ministries up here in Jacksonville. What are some of the ministries you'd love to connect with up here? Talk, talk about some of those ministries that you'd like to join some synergy with. What's great about this area, and I'd mentioned it before we went on air, is when I was going through training, they said your biggest difficulty is going to be getting people to understand what marketplace ministry is all about when you land in Jacksonville. And when I landed here, uh, you know, I was all prepared for that. And what I ended up finding is 
Uh, this area has just all kinds of marketplace ministry here. Um, LifeWork Leadership has a very, very large uh, alumni, over 250 people now. Uh, Wise Council uh, with John Beener, who uh, had started uh, tech in this area, and then God said, no, I want you to do something faith-based. Uh, very large uh, set of members and whatnot. And so what you know, I love here is there really is a real good understanding and there are just so many, Mar CBMC is here. Um, what Marketplace really, chaplains here. Marketplace chaplains are okay, here. I uh, would love to see them come together. Um, culturally, Jacksonville, I have said to many people here, is probably the most siloed city I've ever been in and I've been all over the United States. So a lot of great stuff going on. Um, it's getting better. There's more working together, but I'd really, I truly believe, and you may have heard it, there are some that believe that uh, the next great awakening is sparked out of Jacksonville. Mm. Um, and I do believe that if the leaders in this city ever come together, we'll see that. Amen. Bob Shallow, thanks for being an I work for him today. Thanks for arranging all this right up here in Jacksonville, Florida. Thank you, Jim and Martha. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Our and, pleasure. Uh, Really if enjoyed you, it. If you've got a city in the United States where people are coming together and want to follow the Lord in their workplaces, let us know. Maybe we can come on location to you as we travel across the country all the time. Martha, it was fun to be in Jacksonville today. It would have been great if we could have seen our grandson. But you <laughs> People know, won't believe we were here and not seen Yeah, him. he's up in Tennessee. So, you know, well, hello to you guys. We'll, we'll be back to Jacksonville. But make sure you check out C12 online at c12nefl.com. Mm -hmm. Or if you're really confused, go to c12group.com and just say, hey, I want to find people in Jacksonville. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.